Hello, and welcome to the first podcast from the Amy Van Andel Library podcasting room. This room and its podcast recording equipment are available to check out to record your own podcast. Please go to kdl.org forward slash podcast for all the information about this room. Today's podcast is going to talk about this summer, what's happening in Ada. We'll start with the library. I'm talking to children's librarian, Liz Waringa. From here at the Amy Van Andel branch. Liz, what's happening this summer? Are we having a... Oh, wait. I know what's happening this summer. This year it's called what? Summer Wonder. Is summer ha- Wonder. Yay. Yay. So that used to be summer reading, but tell me why it's wonderful. Summer Wonder is for all ages, and it's not just reading. It can be activities. It can be somebody reading to you. But beginning June 1st, Uh, Everybody can come in and pick up a tracking log here at the library. You can begin tracking um, on June 1st. And if you participate for 30 days, kids through teens will get to choose their own book to keep. And adults will get their very own beach tote. It's very exciting. Yay! Yay. So do these 30 days have to be in a row? I mean, if you skip a day, do you... Lose your beach tote. You do not. You do not. No, it can be, it goes all summer long, goes until um, the beginning of August. So you have lots of time, June 1st through August 7th, to complete your Summer Wonder 30-Day Challenge. Great, and combat that summer slide. Exactly. So do we have any programs happening in addition to Summer Wonder this year, or is that... I'm so excited to say yes, we do. Storytime is coming back this summer. Oh, I bet you're so excited. (laughs) I've missed it oh so much. So you're going to be so excited when you come to the farmer's market um, Tuesdays at 10 a.m. because we will be having storytime outside at the farmer's market. Um, weather dependent, of course, <laughs> we will have um, music and dancing and books. So we want to make sure it's nice and dry for outdoor story time. We're going to begin June 1st and go through August 3rd. Yeah, and that's the farmer's market right across the street from the library, right? right in Ada? across the street from the library. The parking lot of the community church on Tuesday mornings. Yes. So do we need to register for the story time out there? You do not. Come one, come all. We're very excited to have everyone. I'm excited to see you out there singing and reading again. I just can't wait. (laughs) I can't wait. So we usually have tons of um, huge programs all summer, but we're still a little curtailed because um, even though it's just starting to loosen up, that does take a lot of advanced planning. It does. So um, we will not be having programs per se, but if you walk over by the library this summer, we will be having a story walk outside of the building. And if you're not familiar with the term a story walk. Yeah, what is a story walk? It is a picture book that is literally taken apart um, and put on little signs that we stick down into the ground and placed along a walking route outside the library right here in Ada Village. So you'll be able to take a walk down the sidewalk and read a book kind of in pieces. Oh, cool. Um, sometimes there's little activities to go with the different pages of the book, but you can read and walk together outside oh, the library good. as well as inside the library. Fun! So we don't know where that's going to be, but it is going to be in the Village of Ada, right? Correct. And I've got some news, something that's happening in the library that I've been working on, 
with the Ada Historical Society. Tell me. Yes. Well, this, I don't know if you knew, but 200 years ago is when Ada Township was formed. And we're going to have a display in the front part of our library, courtesy of the Ada Historical Society, just showing some things, how what life was like in Ada 200 years ago. So that's kind of fun. And we might have some hands-on activities if you come into the library, building an Ada Bridge. Is this something that children can participate in as well? It is. Yay! Yes. And um, we might be doing some other fun activities that used to happen in Ada and don't anymore. Oh, very <laughs> intriguing. So, yes, you can learn what it was like 200 years ago. So that'll be fun this summer. Very exciting. So not just summer, but what happens, what can people come in the library and do all year long? Well, we have two different reading programs that are ongoing here at the library. Um, the first one is A Thousand Books Before Kindergarten, and that's happening all the time. Um, children birth through kindergarten are encouraged to read a thousand books or have a thousand, like a, lot. a thousand books read to them. <laughs> let's, let's be real. And, <laughs> um, and it sounds like a lot, but it breaks down to reading three books a day for a year. And it, it can be the same book over and over. It can be the same book a thousand times. And that definitely counts towards your thousand books before kindergarten. And the Just, little ones I know do want to hear the same book yes, over and over. But yes. that's really good for them, isn't it? That it repetition. is. Repetition is a great pre-reading skill. So that's going on all the time for the little ones. And then as they graduate into kindergarten, they can participate in Mission Read. And that is for kindergarten through third grade. And the goal of Mission Read is to make reading a habit. So we're going to track for a 1,000 days when you participate in Mission Read, which a thousand books sounds like a long time, but a thousand days is a really long, it's really hard. (laughs) However, we're not asking them to read for a certain time period every day. It can be as simple as, did I read a billboard on the way to school? Or did I read the cereal box while I was sitting at the kitchen table? So it's just making reading a habit every day. So those are two programs that are ongoing, encouraging kids to read and keep reading. Terrific. So thank you, Miss Liz, for coming today. And sounds like it's going to be a great summer. And can't wait. I'm going to talk to you again at the beginning of fall. And I can't wait to hear what's going on then. It's going to be fabulous. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. And now I have the good fortune to introduce friend of the library, Terry Sobolewski, who's going to talk to John Conkling about the Grand Rapids Triathlon coming to Ada this summer. My guest today is John Conkling, co-race director for the Grand Rapids Triathlon, which is happening in Ada on June 19 and 20. He's been involved with triathlon as both an athlete and now race director. The Grand Rapids Triathlon is not new to Ada as the race is celebrating its 10th anniversary. The reason for having John on this podcast today is to share with Ada community particulars about the event and what business owners and residents can expect. So John, tell us a bit about the history of this event. Sure, Terry. Um, GR Tribe began in 2011 and has quickly grown to become the largest independent triathlon in Michigan. And it's also been a proud host of five USA national or triathlon national champions, uh, championships rather. We're very proud to have been partners with so many area businesses, uh, many since day one, like our title sponsor, Huntington Bank. Their support has helped this to become the premier triathlon event in Michigan. 
And what is all involved with the triathlon, John? Yeah, well, basically, uh, triathlon and GR Tri is a swim, bike, run event, meaning the athletes start their day by swimming and then jumping onto their bike and doing a certain distance and then finally finishing the event with a run. Uh, there's numerous distances from a newbie-friendly shortest distance called the Super Sprint all the way up to a half distance, which covers 70.3 miles total. Uh, and that usually attracts more experienced mm -hmm. triathletes. Mm -hmm. uh, and believe it or not, uh, the really interesting thing about the mm -hmm. sport is lots of people don't really find it until mm -hmm. they're in their 30s, 40s, and 50s. Um, our, our biggest age segment actually is, in fact, between 40 and 50-year-olds. Um, once people get a taste of crossing that first finish line, uh, it often leads mm -hmm. to many others and just an overall improvement in the person's mm -hmm. health and wellness. Um, uh, we often see runners, you know, for example, who uh, after years of road races mm -hmm. and pounding the pa pavement, um, they're, you know, with dealing. just training all the time, they're just dealing with injuries and they need to adjust their, their training schedule. So they end up turning to triathlon and, and the many, you know, cross training benefits of the sport as a way to keep themselves mm -hmm. active and training mm -hmm. and racing. Okay. All right. Well, I'm thinking about the logistics and what do businesses and residents need to know? Coordination of this event under uh, nor normal circumstances is a pretty huge undertaking, let alone, you know, after we've been living mm -hmm. through a pandemic. Mm -hmm. um, even with our reduced capacity this year and our change to a two-day event, Residents and businesses should know that there will be some road closures both Saturday, June 19th and Sunday, June 20th. We have closure maps on our website, grtri.com or grandrapidstri.com, and are in the process of doing direct mailers to residents so that they're aware of where the detours are located. For Saturday, June 19th, Buttrick Avenue between Grand River Drive and Thornapple River will be closed starting at 4 a.m. Then Thornapple will also be closed between River Street and Lairway Lake. Uh, however, due to the short distances mm -hmm. of the Saturday event, all roads are going to be open by 1130. So we're not impacting the day, hopefully, too much for folks. Yeah. And then Sunday, we'll have similar closures of Buttrick and Thornapple River Drive. However, Thornapple will be closed all the way down to Cascade Road um, because that's our long distance um, uh, events on that, that day. Uh, closures will start at 4 a.m. and roads will reopen by 5 p.m. that day on Sunday. The one big change this year... Uh, due to moving the transition up to Ada Park, is that Buttrick Avenue will no longer need to be closed overnight. So we are going to be impacting those residents right on Buttrick much less than previous years. So we're pretty happy that's, about that, yeah. as I'm sure they are. Yeah, that's ideal. Mm -hmm. uh, and then for businesses, uh, you know, we will have athlete parking mm -hmm. at Amway right on Fulton, and we will have shuttles running both days to bring athletes to our drop-off uh, area by the covered bridge. Okay. Well, I'm thinking, how will uh, athletes know where to go for food, beverages, and shopping before, during, and after the race? I'm really happy you asked that. Uh, we've been working really closely with Discover Ada and with the Ada Business Association to communicate the race changes this year well in advance. Uh, Ada Village is such a great place and has so much to offer that we are including a listing of area businesses in every athlete bag. Um, there'll be able to easily find places to eat, to shop, and, and visit during race weekend, both for themselves and their families. Okay. Well, as I understand it, athlete 
packet pickup will be located in the village of Ada. Is that right? That is correct. Usually this is more okay. of an indoor event uh, where all athletes have to come down and get their race packets and their race bibs and, and different things. Uh, but this year, we're really excited that we're going to hold it outdoors and have it right here in Ada. Um, we'll be set up on Friday, June 18th and Saturday, June 19th, both in the afternoon from about 3 to 7. Uh, and we'll be right in the parking lot by Mud Petting in the new development area right by the river. So um, athletes will be coming in, they'll be getting the race packets, and then they can see what Ada has to offer. Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's a great opportunity for businesses to have sidewalk sales and do different things to try to right. pull the athletes Fine. in. Sure. Yeah. Well, it, it, this definitely is a community race, and it sounds like a true partnership with area businesses. Can you speak to your fundraising activities? Absolutely. We've been longtime partners with Make-A-Wish Michigan, and at our event alone, they've raised over $75,000. Oh. So it it's really helps kids mm -hmm. right here in Michigan. We're very passionate ab about the work that they do. And in addition, this year we wanted to also look right into our community and find a charity or nonprofit that we could, we could also help right here in Ada. So we quickly decided that Brody's Bee Cafe was really Aww. a perfect choice. Yeah. Uh, we've had many yeah. coffee meetings there mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. different things. And we just love their mission and the opportunities that they afford their staff. Okay. Well, um, on Saturday at 1 o'clock, June 19, there's a kids duathlon. Correct. So what's all involved with the kids duathlon? Right. So um, <laughs> this is a brand new event for us. After hosting a kids triathlon for a number of years, uh, with all the changes that we had to make for 2021 and moving our ground zero of the event up to Ada Park, uh, we realized very quickly that the location would be really perfect for a kids event. Um, so we decided to change our triathlon mm -hmm. to a duathlon, which is just a bike run. And it's for ages 6 through 11. And the great thing is it's fully self-contained within the park making for a very safe wow. event. We don't have any road involvement at all for the kids. They'll use the trails and the fields. It'll be just a really fun event. And we're also excited to have a really great sponsor on for this duathlon, Cascade Pediatrics. They've been a really tremendous partner for this and believe in wow. wellness mm -hmm. and, and fostering that within yeah. kids at a young age. Well, how and when can parents get their kids signed up? They can go to our website for the duathlon, grkidsduathlon.com. You can sign up uh, on there, or you can sign up right up to the event on Saturday, June 19th. It starts at 1, so come on down, 12, 1230, and you can sign up right on site and hmm. just bring a bike and some running shoes for your kid, and we're good to go. It's that easy. That's Simple. that easy. Let's go. And every, every participant <laughs> will get a medal and a T-shirt. So um, it, it should be really, really oh. special for the, for the yeah. kids doing it. Yeah. Well, wow, this, this is just a, a definitely a community event with sponsors and volunteers coming together, supporting an active lifestyle and, and bringing lots of foot traffic to businesses in the area. And so, John, tell me a little bit about your motivation and how you got started in triathlon. Well, I became one of the directors of this event two years ago, um, but there was a time when I was a participant and Jira Tri was my first triathlon. It literally got me into this whole crazy sport and lifestyle, and I just loved everything about it, and it's helped me and my family get more active. 
Um, I also quickly discovered, and, and this is something a lot of people don't realize, but we have a very large welcoming multi-sport community here. Uh, it's like no other anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I, I, would, uh, I would just say that um, anybody who's interested, you know, come on down and if you're curious, see what the event's about. Um, you'll see firsthand how hard these athletes work to surprise themselves, push their boundaries, see what they can do. And you'll see every age and shape out there. Triathlon mm -hmm. can really be for everyone and anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, so yeah, I'm, in, I'm just in closing, what would you say to uh, those that are listening maybe right now mm -hmm. and sharing this information with others? of how they could get started in triathlon. I know you touched on it yeah, a little bit. But a little bit, but, but you know, I, I would say, um, you know, definitely come down yeah, and volunteer. Yeah, uh, you yeah. can go right to our website, grandrapidstry.com, okay. sign up. Yeah. We have lots of shifts really both days. Uh, it's just a great way to be on the ground and see what's happening firsthand and to just yeah. see the athletes. Yeah. And I think if, if people do that, yeah. they might get a little bit more curious that that's right. definitely and one way how it starts. That's how it starts. Um, but in general, for more information, you can definitely visit our website, okay. grandrapidstry.com. Mm -hmm. And we hope to see everyone out there on June 19th, 20th. And we'd like to thank all our sponsors, oh. volunteers, uh, area businesses, and the residents for continuing mm -hmm. to support this great community yeah. event. Okay. Well, thank you, John. We're looking forward to it. Thanks a lot, thank Terry. I'm talking now with Mark Fitzpatrick, Director of Parks and Recreation with Ada Township. For a long time now, Mark, haven't you been in that job for a while? 13 years, thanks, Penny. Excellent. Good to see you. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, so we're dying to hear what's happening in Ada this summer. And I know that you've already got some yoga going on at the park. Yep, we started um, just a couple weeks ago with, at Legacy Park, the new park on the Thornapple River down in the village on uh, Tuesday mornings at 9 o'clock. Um, and that will go right now. It's scheduled all the way through June, but we're hoping to go the rest of the summer. And then we'll start on Wednesday mornings at 8 o'clock, uh, the second Wednesday of June. And that will go for uh, the rest of June, hopefully for the rest of the summer. Nice. Now, do you have to register in advance for that? We ask people to pre-register through our email or our uh, website Otherwise, you can still show up because it's so hard to plan ahead right now and the weather. Um, we just want to um, kind of check in at the location. Great. Yeah. And what's the charge on that one? Uh, it's $10 right now. Terrific. Okay. So if it's raining, should we know, okay, no yoga today? That, right. And this is part of why we ask people to pre-register right. so that we can give you an email blast if something comes up. Oh, great. Yeah. That sounds fantastic. And that's at Legacy Park, right? Correct. Okay, terrific. It is hard to plan this year. Everything is changing all the time, and we've had restrictions, and then restrictions lifted. So what's going on with 4th of July? Because I know that was up in the air for quite a while. Are we going to have a parade? 4th of July is the, the large events have been hard to plan, and we've canceled a lot for the last 14 months. So that's been difficult on everybody. But the rules have changed a lot in the last week, and we're still working through that. But we have um, moved forward. Last night, uh, our board made the decision to go ahead with the fireworks and with the parade. Oh, yay! Um, there will be some limitations, as with all things, in terms of how people that aren't vaccinated need to kind of keep a check on their space and distancing. Right. Um, but there will be the parade. We're hoping to do the children's parade with that as well. Oh. And then the uh, bike decorating day that beforehand. 
And then the uh, old car show, the classic old-time oh. car show, will also be ha- held. And so that will all be on the 3rd of July, the Saturday before the 4th this year. Okay. So uh, come on out for the parade in the morning and then come back in the evening for the fireworks. And then um, on top of the fireworks, we're going to have a, a band out at the band shell, the amphitheater at New Legacy Park. Oh, great. When will the band be out? Seven till about, it'll, they'll end before 10. Oh, how so. great. And then you can watch the fireworks from there. Right. And uh, the fireworks will be shot off from the Amway property um, okay. closest to the river, that section of it. So people will want to be parking throughout the village itself to have places to uh, be able to view or on the other side of the river uh, so they can see from those directions. Oh, that will feel so good this summer to have that again. I'm right. so excited. Um, look for the library in the parade because we'll we'll have our banner and we. T- can we toss candy this year? Can we do that? Well, we would ask that people don't toss okay. candy, but it's hard to not do that. It's a real sanitation issue. Right. Uh, we can't control that, and some parents are just going to be challenged if they tell their children don't touch. Yeah. And then the kids are going to want it. So we haven't said no, but it would still be advised, you know, as a health and safety thing to slim back on that and, and keep your distance. So, um, good to be safe. The, um, kind of, it's, it's kind of like a nine o'clock that Saturday morning, the third, nine thirty to start getting in line. Kids kind of getting in line. Um, and that'll be on river Street right in front of legacy park that okay. will line up all the cars and the kids will go over to Edley street by the intersection of Ada drive. And we'll line them up there. And then 10 o'clock, the parade will start, and the kids will be first. Great. I am so excited. Now, I know people have told us, well, the library should throw books. But, I mean, <laughs> that I would kill someone. if I Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so we can't do that. But we can wave and smile, and we can all just celebrate that we're back together. And, um, and then, right, the, the car show will go on right after that for several hours, and that'll oh, be in the parking lot at the community church. Um, so you can take your time to visit that. And then um, the fireworks are at, you know, when it gets dark. And so people want to start finding a place to park and sit out on their lawn chairs yes. um, somewhere before 10 o'clock. And then the concert. Now tell me, you're planning other concerts in the park this summer, aren't you? Right. So we set up Legacy Park for concerts at the uh, Van Andel Family Pavilion. Uh, for most every Wednesday night this summer. Oh, and there'll be yeah. some other nights where there's activities, but that's our core. Um, there's a lot of concerts in the parks on Tuesday nights in the region and Lowell Showboats on Thursday night and East Grand Rapids is Monday night, so we claim <laughs> Wednesday night. Wednesday is ours. So it'll Wednesday be 7 o'clock, night. and you want to come a little bit early again if you want to um, set your lawn chairs where you want them. We, again, are going to ask people to be mindful of spacing and if they're from different households or haven't been vaccinated to kind of keep masked when they're right. around others. And that will be, um, it's funded through different sponsors, but we'll also be asking for donations on site if people are so willing. Great. And can you tease us with any acts? Have you lined anybody up? Yeah, yet? we've got a lineup. The first one's going to be June 2nd with the band Hawks and Owls. And they're, uh, they do a lot of uh, old-timey and bluegrass kind of folk music. Fun. Uh, so that'll be a fun and a great start. They've played some of our other festivals, and they're real involved with the Grand Rapids Folk Art Society. So we're glad to have them. Then we shift um, the following week with uh, Whiskey Bound, 
which is classic rock with a touch of country style to them. Oh, em. now so you're talking. We're mixing. <laughs> and just to, to make note, that the parks have partnered with Ada Historical Society on this. So Historical Society has set up half the bands. The parks have set up half the bands. And the, the nights we have set up the bands will be managing the, the stage for those events. So neither organization has to be there, each one. And we're currently out asking for sponsors for some of those events. But the bands are mostly set. Um, third week of June is Grand Rapids Women's Choir. So again, oh, nice. a, a different style uh, of music, but that'll be nice. More choral and, and uh, women's rights kind of things. And then it jumps into jazz uh, at the end of June with the uh, Night, Owl, June. Night Owls <laughs> Jazz Quartet. So just in June, there's four different styles of music for people, How which is what fabulous. we're really trying to diversify. Uh, the week of 4th of July... Um, that's June 30th. We're skipping right now. There's a chance we'll fill that in because that Saturday is when we're going to have the band for um, the 4th of July right, weekend. Right. And so not trying to have two. Um, and then right after that, we're doing an open mic night. So we have two different types of open mic nights set up. Whoa. This one, the, um, third, 30, the 7th of July, is for adults. And you'll need to pre-sign up and claim a time slot to do up to three songs, 15 minutes. You and don't have to audition? You just have to sign up? No, you don't have to. You <laughs> just have to sign up. And um, there will be sup a support band that can back you up if you want oh. other instruments there or if you okay, want to play um, drums or something. As There will be a drum set there. You don't need to haul stuff out. Yay. And so we'll coordinate with that. And that's... Um, Calling for talented Ada residents. You're right. And so see what you got. And then we're jumping into another, right after that, another classic rock band, um, Right Side Up, which is um, actually a big, that'll be one of our biggest classic rock. That'll be a dance night. Everybody oh. will be up. Yay. Um, up on their feet, I suppose, for all night on that one. Um, and then switching it out, the following week, King Biscuit Trio, which is classic blues. Uh, July 28th, Adam's Family, which is, uh, I call it pop rock of the 50s and 60s and 70s. You know, it's old-time old, stuff. Old, We're old. Old rock and roll. <laughs> you can't see our gray hair on the podcast. Yeah, <laughs> which everybody over 50 will be dancing, you know, going, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's all part of it. And then switching again right after that, August 4th, B-Side Growlers, which is more blue jazz swing country yes. mix kind of things with upright bass and that kind of great vocal harmony. And then August 11th, Kathleen Lamar's coming in, which is, again, we're doing jazz and rhythm, rhythm and blues. Skipping a week. And then the last one is that Beatles thing. So doing oh, the classic Beatles. The Beatles. So it's pretty diverse, you know. We're hitting blues, jazz, old time rock and roll, and, uh, oh, and I choir. Can't wait. And then um, the second Tuesday of um, each month, so one one a month will be a, a kids open mic night. Oh, how cute! And so again, they'll have to sign up, and there'll be a support band for them. Oh. And so if if somebody's got their band that they want to do or they want to be part of it or they just want to come out and sing a song or play their guitar again they'll sign up for a few minutes i'll expect to see lots of parents with their phones and, filming and, that yeah <laughs> all those are yes all those are free to the public but we'll probably pass a 
a bucket for a Goodwill donations at each oh. one just to help support some of the, the cost. And, uh, and so it's, it's been, um, like none of this is advertised yet. You know, we have, we're just putting Best it out this here. week. And so <laughs> this is the kind of the way we're going. So you guys are hearing this the first time it goes out, you'll hear on, on Monday that there's a ban on Tuesday or Wednesday kind of a thing. So that's just the reality of this season that a lot of stuff is advertised within two weeks. So keep in touch, not only with our um, website and our email, I'll give you that in a second, but there's also an Ada Village uh, Facebook site, which all this is being posted, and right. the folks for Discovery Ada, Discover Ada are also trying to post some of that as well. Terrific. So look and in so Facebook for Ada Township. I yep. think that's how you guys are listed. And we have Discovery a new Ada. email address that's generic that, uh, get your pencils ready out there, <laughs> Ada excuse me, Ada Parks at adatownshipmi.com. So all spelled out, Ada Parks at adatownshipmi.com. And I'm going to post that yeah. with the podcast. So Look below this podcast. Any questions you have about anything with the parks, um, use that. Or um, if you want to get on our mailing list. So we're sending out announcements via uh, emails and newsletters. So to get on that list, you want to send us your information and say, okay, I want to be on the mailing list for our coming okay. events. Mark, put me on the mailing list right now. All right, so You've got my email. It'll be coming. So <laughs> we're glad to do that. <clears throat> so those are key pieces of it. Otherwise, just call the office. Uh, and that's, if I can remember the number, uh, 616-676-0520. <laughs> oh, I think you got it. Okay, yay. Yeah. Now, I'm going to have to ask you, beers on the bridge. We all miss the beers on the bridge. What a, Is that uh, happening a, a this wonderful year? event yes. that was for a couple of years. It was so hard to shut that down last year. And we were getting numbers of 2,000 people, you know, and so that's kind of beyond what our safety call is. Right. We met earlier this year and decided to um, cancel June and July, but host the August one. Oh, so Thinking it's that things would be more... It's all about people getting vaccinated, so we just have to keep pushing that. And uh, so if more people are vaccinated, the larger we can have events, you know. Terrific. There's and some incentive for you. Come yep. have beer at the bridge with your vaccination. Yeah, <laughs> otherwise you may be restricted from participating or certainly going to be required to wear a mask. Um, and so we're not sure how that's going to shake out yet, but we've got um, – Thirsty Perch is the band coming back, which oh, is the blues that everybody them. loved every year. Yeah. And that's August. Um, try to remember the date. Hold on just a second, and I'll get it for you for sure. But it's the third Friday of August. Thirsty Perch. I remember uh, hearing them before. Friday, August 20th. Okay. And so keep that on your calendar, um, and that'll be at Leonard Field Park. And as some of you saw, we did some renovations to the lighting around the ball field, and part of that will allow us to now light up the stage next to the river. And so when it gets dark, it, um, if anybody's been out there in the past, yeah. we're closing down the program at 9 o'clock, Thirsty Perch doesn't stop. <laughs> they just keep playing. So I've got the lights on and stuff. But this year we can have really good lights on, and thanks to everybody for supporting that project. Oh, that's fabulous. I can't wait. This is going to be a great summer. You've worked so hard, Mark. You always do. Thank you for everything you do for Ada Township. One more thing we want to talk about is you're doing something at the um, community church in the garden. What's going on there? Right. We had a youth garden called the Kids Garden for a number of years, which was a great program where the kids signed up 
and went through a full spring, summer, fall experience from planting the garden to managing to harvesting. And then they had a booth at the farmer's market to sell their product, and they also gave stuff to the food pantries. So it was a pretty robust program, and again, it got shut down with everything. And it's a little late to start that. And so we renovated the program. It'll be starting again the first week of June. Um, and there'll be a way to sign up if you want to be uh, involved with it. But it's, it's two options right now. Half of that garden plot, it's right across from the library, right. over by the um, community church. You'll see a white picket fence. Um, half of that is going to be turned into rental plots that families can rent for the season. And so um, we have a couple that are signing up yet this week. If anybody's interested in that, they should do that pretty quick or get kind of late for planting. How much do those cost, Mark? Uh, it's looking for $20, $25 for the season. So very kind of a reasonable. Thing. Very reasonable. We'll have about four to six of them available. I think two or three are claimed already. So give us a holler if you're here on this June 1st. Call me June 2nd. <laughs> <laughs> or come out during the farmer's market. What we're trying to do is have things alive during the farmer's market. So the other half of that uh, area will have a, a, a plot dedicated for the childrens that they'll help plant and manage all the way along. And, that, uh, and then another section is going to be a mix of herb garden, uh, pollinator garden, and sensory plants. And so trying to create these experiences for kids. And then every Tuesday, probably from like 10 to 12 as part of the farmer's market, um, will be some opportunity. We'll know more about that in a couple of days. So <laughs> when you get this, who's ever listening, it may have changed. But it will be on Tuesdays. And, um, and so it'll be like one week is going to be how to plant a garden. Another is going to be how to plant an herb garden. Right. And they'll be able to do that. But they'll also go to the vendors right there to be able to buy the product. So we're not going to – we're, we're going to try and engage that. And, and where I say some of the details aren't quite set yet is because the library is going to be doing storytelling in the morning as well. So we want to kind of overlap that but not keep people from being able to do one or the other, that you could do both. So you can come with your family and make the, the farmer's market a destination, story time, shopping, and the gardening. Garden. So it's yep. going to be fabulous. And then so hopefully that mornings. You know, by you know six weeks, seven weeks of this, that garden will be filled with just some fun experiences for kids. That is fabulous. Thank you, Mark, for everything yeah. you do. Thank you for coming today. And because we're in the podcast room at the Amy Van Andel Library, using the cool equipment, we asked Mark what his favorite sound effect would be to end the show. And, of course, he's a nature guy, so guess what he picked? <laughs> thanks, Benny. Yes, thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great summer. <laughs>